right, but how you been though? Uh, I've been cool, I guess. I mean, you were trying to tell me, you know, you was going through all that stuff. Like, but how you feel though? Um, huh? I mean, I mean, I'm alright. I mean, I still stress from time to time, but I mean, shit happens. I mean, are you you terrified or? No, I mean, far as this little test was all coming up about about me seeing if I have cancer or not, I'm a little bit scared, but I'm not really too scared because. Well, put it like this: I'm gonna say this. The only reason why I'm scared is because I don't know how is it going, how it's gonna affect with me having, you know seizures and stuff like that even if I had to go through all this you know therapy or whatever this medicine or in and out the hospital or whatever the case may be that's that's what I'm really thinking about but I'm also thinking about the positive too like the positive yeah like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sit here and think like oh they gonna call me and say I have I don't want to think that I'm trying to sit here and think, oh, they're going to call me with some good news. I mean, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying earlier when I said, girl, you ain't got no cancer. I mean, I'm not trying to sit there and say that I I do or I don't. I'm just saying, like, in general, I'm just like, it's that feeling like somebody, like, if a doctor hits you with something, it's going to be in the back of your mind and you're going to feel some type of scared, but it's like always going to have a positive thought. How you, how you think that's going to affect your nephews, though? If worse was to come to fruition or whatever. They they already scared of me down with my seizures. Just the simple fact that my nephews already seen me have a seizure. Like, literally have one and fall over and hit myself and laying on the floor shaking. They thought I was dead. Like, having my nephews come up and tell me, I thought you was gone, auntie. I thought I lost you. No, baby, I'm still here. Not going anywhere. Like, that shit is... I don't even want to think about that. I don't. What? So, okay, what did you get surgery on? You know that birthmark or that mole that I had on my face? Yeah. They removed it off my face. Um, because, I mean, I didn't have no problems with it, like, as I was growing up, you feel me, as my mom says, but as I got older, it started getting bigger, and as the doctor said, it's not supposed to be, it wasn't supposed to be as big as it was on my face, it wasn't supposed to be growing hair, it's not supposed to be bleeding, like, it wasn't supposed to be doing none of that, and for the last year... It's been bleeding, like, on and off. And it's been growing hair on and off for many years. You feel me? Mm. But this last month or so, it was it, it was bleeding, like, like not, like, bad, bad, but it was just bleeding, like, for a couple of days on and off. So I told my doctor about it, and my doctor was like, well, I'm going to refer you to a dermatologist. So they referred me to Wright State Dermatologist. Was, they're really good. I'm proud of my Listen, really good. But anyway, but they had referred me to them, and I went to them. 
And when they looked at it, they said, oh, no, we got to take that off right now. I said, huh? It was like, yeah, we we, we going to have to take it off because it's not supposed to be that big on your face. It's not supposed to be growing hair. It's not supposed to be bleeding. It's not supposed to be doing none of this. So what they did immediately was, was scheduled me to have surgery to get it removed. But they didn't know. And I won't say it was like, it wasn't like surgery, surgery for real. It was just like a little operation because I didn't get put to sleep or nothing, but still. But at first they were sitting here saying they didn't know if they want to put me to sleep or just numb the area and just, and, you know, cut it off, pop it off, pop it off, you know, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But the day of, which was last Friday, yeah, last Friday I got it done. And when I went in there, they said, all we're going to do is, is just numb the area. And this little tool they use, it's like a little circle, like a perfect circle to go over my mold. And that's how they, you know, cut it off or whatever. And then they use a dissolvable stitch to stitch the inside. And then use regular stitches on the outside to stitch the outside of it so it can heal. And I got my stitches removed on Thursday. And before I got my stitches removed, they called me a day before on Wednesday and was telling me how they got my, um, the test was all back from my mold, from the pathology or whatever. And they said that my mold had some cancer cells in it. So they wanted me, when I came in on Thursday to get my stitches removed, they was going to either send me to Kettering or somewhere, you know, to get blood drawn and get, you know, many tests done just to make sure I'm cool and everything, you know, everything. They went ahead and did that, but they said it's going to at least be there about a day or so for them to get results back. But I didn't, I haven't I heard from them yet, so I'm pretty sure, like my mom said, I may hear from them no later than Wednesday, or hopefully she hear from them no later than Wednesday. Right, right, right. You feel me? Because it's a serious of my seizure. So, but also, like she said, if it's not serious, they might not call me right away. You feel me? Or if it is serious and they're not gonna call me right away, they're probably trying to look in, look into it more mm-hmm. to make sure. Instead of them calling me right away, like, oh, well, you have this, or you have, this. you feel me? So, but right, they didn't seem to know where they did all the tests, they did all my blood work and stuff there. So, I don't know if they sent it off to labs or sent it off to like the cancer lab, you know, to wherever they do the shit at or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, I think my mama had something like that. I know she got a mold, she had a mold on her back, and they removed it off her back or whatever. And then, I think they were trying to see if it was cancer or not, but, hey, I think she... Well, put it like this. Like I said, it's like I'm scared, but I'm not scared. You feel me? Right. Because, like I said, I sat down and talked to my mom, and you know how she was a nurse and stuff like that, so she knows a lot of... Not like a lot of shit, but she knows a lot of shit, you feel me, when it comes down to certain shit. But she knows a lot of shit when it comes down to medical, because... Even before she really got in the medical field, she learned a whole, tried to learn, a, you know, a lot, you feel me, about sure. any and everything. But she sat down, you know, she talked to me. I done cried about it and everything. She done, you know, hold, held me and everything and told me. She said, look, it's going to be okay. I understand you scared. I understand you, uh, you know, understand you nervous and everything. Everybody goes through that. 
but you always got to have a positive, you know, outcome. So, with me not trying to cry so much, try to think negative so much, or shake so much, or anything like that, because that can affect my health too, I just try to sit here and think, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it, I'm good, I'm good, I'm healthy, I'm good. I've been healthy this whole time, because if something was wrong with me, even with my seizures, I wouldn't even be here right now. I wouldn't even be speaking to you right now type shit. But... I'm here. I'm alive. I go to sleep and wake up each and every day. But, but see, okay, I, I got a question, though. See, see, you know what you're telling me. I know I keep asking you to do the podcast, do the podcast. You know what you're saying could actually really help somebody else? I had a friend named Bill. He did. He, he was raped twice. Uh. He was 14 and 16 or 17. And he said, uh. he said, I don't mind getting on there telling my story. And he went on there. And he told his story, and he's and then he wrote a message on the thing. He said, "Well, maybe my story would help somebody else." And you know, people do make fun of him. Like the other day, a guy was making fun of him. Like, yeah, but you must have liked that. You 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 know you know who did it. Blah blah blah, and all this other stuff. And yeah, he he tell you, I know who did it, but hey, they they drugged me, and he you know still tell his story. He don't let it get him down. Right. You know. So. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong, I've thought about it, because I've sit here and thought about making, like, a YouTube page, like, an inspirational YouTube page, you feel me, and, like, doing, like, doing stuff for myself, doing stuff with the boys, you know, fun activity with the boys, you, you know, something, get, you know, give me something to do, mm-hmm. let alone, not just give me something to do, give the boys something to do, because, you know, they've been through a lot as well, you know, Alex... We we not gonna get on her because she's just these last two years for real. Just, uh, is she is she still doing that thing for money? From what I know is yeah, she's still. As Jalea says, this this what Jalea told me. She said somebody came and told her, or or her friend or Alex's friend's daughter came and told her something that they seen her at a hotel selling herself or something so she was prostituting or some shit. I don't know. And I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, how the fuck did Jalea know about this and why the fuck is anybody going to Jalea telling tell her this shit? Like, Jalea's 14 years old. What the fuck? So I'm just like, and then... Cut. She cut her hair off. She cut all. I'm not gonna say she cut all her hair, but you know how short I had my hair when it was damn near to my chin type shit. Mm-hmm. That's how short she cut her hair, and she dyed it like a bright ass orange. Alex. Yes. But she's like she's light skin. Hold on, hold on. I'm about to show you. I'm about to show you. Hold on. I'm she, about to she, show you. she she's she's light skin. What the hell is she doing with bright orange hair? She does she want to be a I don't even know a simile for that. That's one of her pictures. Hold on. Like that's just well, that that's just crazy. But yeah, but see, but yeah, you can get on uh, get on the podcast, and you know, and just I got a thing on there called "Get It Off Your Chest," right? Uh-huh. And we and I'm trying to get it off every week. You know, you can get on there. And then just say how your week going and see how you, how you feel. Just 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 let that steam off. 
I've been thinking about it, but it's just like at the same time, I, I, I don't know. You know, because somebody, see, you do that, and then somebody might write in a comment or a question, and you might, hmm, I ain't even see it like that. But I'm telling you, you should go back and listen to some of the old episodes I got, you know, that we didn't done. You know, not the basketball ones, but the ones with, like, actual, you know, good uh-huh. names. Yeah, you should go back and listen to some of Because I was going to do, I got a friend... Her dad died last year. And I I didn't feel like a jerk. I was going to feel like a jerk. Like, I was like, bro, like, I... Because she was like, man, you know, my dad died. I'm like, I wanted to say, like, how he died. But I didn't. And then she started telling me how he died. And then she started crying. I'm like, bro, like, that, that that's, that's sad. Because the way she was telling me is, like, either he knew he was finna die or he wanted to die. Right. Because he, he was like 600 pounds. And he said he felt like a burden on his on his child and his wife. Because they had to feed him. Well, you know what I'm saying. Cook his food. Yeah. Bathe him. Help him get his clothes together. And he couldn't do nothing for himself. So. And she, she was just crying. She said she helped, was trying to help him get in the car. And she looked around because she went to go get his jacket. And she looked around and he was gone. Said he was outside. She said, I never seen him move that fast. And then she said, they got him in the car. They're getting ready to pull off. And she said, she looked at him. She said, Ma, she said, Dad don't look right. And she said, she touched his face and he was just as cold. He was gone just that quick. She just helped him get in the car. He was gone. They said they did an autopsy and everything. Wasn't nothing wrong with his, with his heart or nothing. And they said, okay, stop. Okay, okay, stop this story, cause I'm, I'm no. I'm just, yes. I'm just saying though, like, like even though, even though she felt so horrible that her dad died, she was even willing to tell the story. You see what I'm saying? You want to know something? Even just talking about that, that made that makes me want to sit here and talk about the story. Remember how I told you how my, how I told you when my aunt passed away, mm-hmm. and. My last words to her was, I love you, good night. And her last words to me was, I love you too and good night. And she gave me a hug and kiss. And I woke up the next morning and she was gone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that really hurts me. And the, and the reason why it hurts me is because I'm not saying that my mom and dad never raised me because they did. But... When my aunt came in the picture, and it's like my parents was always busy. Not like I'm not saying they didn't raise raise us, didn't take care of us, because they always did. You feel me? Not you feel me? But you you know how you always had that helping hand, that that one good helping hand from a family that's not gonna give up on y'all. Make sure you have a roof over your head. Make sure this. Make sure that. Mhm. That's what she was. You feel me? Before we got the house, remember how I also told you we also lived in Trywood on Union Road where the old Trywood uh, school was. Mm-hmm. And I told you we went to Medicine Park and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, before we got that house, we was living with my aunt. And this was on Home Avenue off of um, James H. and Third Street and shit like that. That's where we was living at at one point. So, we was raised over in that area. You feel me? But I was 
I was I was a never like a newborn, you know, before we kind of moved from that area and then moved to Union Road. So Dean and Alex know a little bit more about that area than I do. But even when we moved to Union Road, my aunt still lived over there, so it was like we was always over there. And then we had another aunt that lived across the street from her. Like, we had family. Well, we had family all up and down the street, period. You feel me? But anyway, she was just she was just another mother figure to me, put it like that. So losing that other mother figure, her taking care of me, and as I got older, I took care of her until she left. Mm-hmm. It's like that was that that was something big off me. I'm like real big off me. Then when Sir Charles and them came around, and I and then seeing the the shit Alex was going through and all that, and then when I lost my daughter at 14, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what the fuck? And then seeing the shit that my sister doing. And then, not only that, not only Olive, Asia too, because Asia has four kids. She has three girls and a boy. She has a 16-year-old boy, a 14-year-old girl, a two, two-and-a-half, three-year-old girl, and a damn near newborn baby, and I think she's, what, three months now? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just in here thinking to myself, you barely take care of your kids. Yeah, because at, at one point, she ain't had none of her kids. Hell no. Nah. Cause at one point you, at one point you even noticed we always had Jalea. Where was Jalea at all at all time? E- even with Sir Charles and me, when they when they came in the picture, where was they at all the time? Bothering you. It, that too, but I'm saying always with us at at our house. You feel me? Jalea didn't went to school. Well, Jalea didn't go to school when we lived in Inglewood. She stayed at our house. Jalea went to school from here. You know the house that we live in now. But it's just like, and then here's the crazy part. Guess how old? Guess how old Asia's baby daddy is? Sixty-five. No. Sixteen. No. Twenty-five. Twenty-six or twenty-seven. That ain't me. And she's in her forties and got two kids by this nigga. It ain't me. Remember back when she used to call me her baby daddy? I was like, what, 14, 15? We ain't gonna go there. Please don't bring that up. Why not? Why not? Because, bro, every time we was on the phone, where my baby daddy at? And here you go, oh my God. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you realize, like, I'm just a child, right? <laughs> like, like, I'm just a child. Woman. Hold on, wasn't we? Hold on, wasn't we? Wasn't wasn't that time we? I think we. Uh, I was still living in Five Oaks, or was it when I was in Inglewood? I can't remember. I think it was in Five Oaks and Inglewood. It was probably both of them, but I I know it had to be part of Five Oaks because that's where you met her at for real. Well, you met all of them for real, Five Oaks, but still. But yeah, she's like, oh, that's my baby daddy. I'm like, ma'am, I am 14 years old. Like, <laughs> oh, for real, you feel? Like, um, 
<laughs> like, don't be saying that out loud. And, and now look at her, she in her 40s and got a baby daddy slash dating, well, engaged, as she says, to a nigga that's my age or, you know, between me and D's age because D's about to be 28. That nigga getting old. Mm-mm. Say that nigga getting old. But yeah, anyway, like I was going to say, what well, I've been stressed out anyway because... Because you know I'm still in school, right? Yeah, I need to go back to school. So, my class start Tuesday. And with this corona stuff, I was going to do a class over summer. I was going to work during summer. But I couldn't take no classes over summer because they were trying to keep the classes small. So, certain classes I couldn't take because I had already either took them or I couldn't get into them. Right. So, then, a turn came for fall. I couldn't take none because they was, like, Honda or Pact or, you know, different classes like that. And I know it's like that because I still saw the names on the thing. They still had openings on them at a certain point. And I couldn't get in them. Just like B-term, I couldn't get in certain ones. So, I was worried about that or whatever. Mama was mad at me. Well, not at me. Well, you need to do something... I mean, what can I do with the corona going on? They laying people off. They gotta hire. Them. They gotta hire them people back first. You know, or they're gonna have a lawsuit on their hands. I like what you want me to do. You know, right? They want you to wear a mask everywhere you go. You know, they're not hiring at certain places. And places they do hire, and they keep shutting down. So. And then with the classes, they doing remote learning. So, like, what you want me to do? Like, so, I'm just trying to do the best I can. See, I don't even know if my class is remote learning or not. So, I'm going to just go over there on Tuesday and see what's up. So. No, I ain't going to lie. I might sign up back with St. Clair again and talk to them. Because I was supposed to start with them. I'm not going to lie. Because I signed up with them. 2018 or 2017, I can't remember, but they got back to me pretty quick for real because I was just getting my GED and they was doing GED classes up there or whatever for like four to six weeks or some shit like that. Did you, it was 2018 because I remember because me and you were talking about the date. You, you was like, no, it's the 25th. I said, no, it's the 23rd. To oh, go yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you, yeah, so I, I, might, I might go back and sign up for St. Clair again and see if I can get my GED and just, just start my classes from St. Clair and see if I can get my associate's degree and or, so, or something so I can have something on my background, you feel me? Some. I mean, you had to do it all over the phone and on the internet, so. I mean, I know that. I don't have no problem with that because we have internet, so only thing I would have to work on getting is just getting me another day, a computer uh, well, a laptop, a computer desk. I think they got a thing. I think they got a thing on there that'll help with that. But still. Yeah. So. But I'm also also been trying to look for my own place because with my care source and since I have uh, seizure seizure issues and stuff like that, mm. I can call care source and they can help me process like the sectioning thing a little quicker with DMHA and shit like that. Mm. And. 
if I do that, they'll have a nurse come out like twice, twice a week or something like that to my house to check up on me, make sure I'm cool with my seizures and everything, or once a week, depend depending on how. I need how to call. I, I, need, I need to call my care source thing, so I can get my. Uh, Cause they don't send out cards no more. I forget what it is, but uh, so I, I can get my thing. Yeah, my mama said they don't send out cards no more, but I need to, you know, get one or whatever. So I, I can go. Have, I mean, I have one. I have. I still have mine. I'm just trying to get one so I can go to the gym. Oh. <laughs> you know, you got a care source thing. You get to go to the gym free. So. I know. Somebody, somebody told me I should go to the uh, Y because I can get into the Y free, especially with my uh, health conditions and stuff like that. I mean, we can go right down to Sinclair and and work out there free. Ah, well then, there we go then. Building it. There we go then. Uh, hey. But yeah, I just did an episode on stress, what, last, yeah, last night, and mental health and stuff, so a lot of people don't understand, so that's why I keep trying to get different people on here with different opinions. Like, it be one dude on here, people don't like that he on here. Cause he he be doing he he does too much, and and it right. makes and it make me mad. He like, but nah, but y'all just hate us, bro. They just hate us. I'm like, bro, like, if we talking a serious conversation, and all you hear, like, bro, nobody want to hear that. Bro, that's exactly why I don't really talk to people for real. Or, or then we'll be talking about something like what that word mean. Like they be trying to be funny. Like sometimes it's cool if we up here laughing and, and, and stuff, but like sometimes, you know, if we haven't, like we was talking about, um, let me see, we was talking about whites versus blacks one time. And the first thing came out, like, you are racist. You call dude a racist, but that's because he, he be saying racist stuff on the game all the time. So, so. But yeah, like I was saying though, the podcast, the podcast do pretty good. We got like a, like eight different countries listening. One point five k plays that I know of because I know it's like fifty. I think it's like forty nine streams on already on Spotify. But then I don't know how many streams it is or downloads it is from like all the other ones. So I got to do an analytic thing on them. So like one day we had five hundred something plays. So. Yeah, I know somebody. I know somebody listening. So, so yeah, I try to. I be trying to get two or three episodes out. I don't like to do too many because then that stresses me out. Cause if I do one, cause if I do one a day, like I like to record them though. Like I don't like putting them out. Oh, I'm gonna put one out today, and I'm put out one, put out one Monday. Cause if I, then if I do that, then my other one don't got time to breathe and grow. If I put one out Monday, I'm like, hmm, I put one out Friday. When I first started, I put one out, I think, Tuesday, that Thursday, that Saturday. <laughs> and then I just started recording them and started building up because we wasn't recording for a long time. Because everybody right. started going back to school, and I had, like, ten episodes. And it was like, bro, when are we going to record another? I'm like, bro, like, go watch Power. We can talk about Power and all this other stuff. Like, all right, cool. So, now I'm back up to, like, six episodes. So, I'm doing pretty good. Like my mama don't even ask about my podcast, my YouTube channel. So. I just wish I knew a way to make them grow. So, 
Like I put out, I had put out some some videos a couple weeks ago, but I don't know. I'ma just, I'ma just keep trying to grind or whatever. So, but uh, yeah, I know. I'm trying to do something. So, at least you ain't out here, you know. Doing this shit, well, half half the shit I see these niggas doing shit. Did I know better? I mean, don't get me wrong. I can I can see some niggas doing what they doing, but other niggas, I I I, I just I can't. See, yeah, cause, I can't. yeah, cause we were talking about that last night. I told dude, I'm like, but like you you not a gangster, but like, I'm a gangster, but I'm like. I'm a thug, like nigga, like nigga, no, bro, like you's not like you, you, oh, like nigga, like, like you really pussy, I, nigga. Like I will uh, whoop your head, bro. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I may not know a lot about the streets, but growing up and damn near being in the streets and seeing a lot of shit, it takes a, and I'm not even gonna sit there and say, I'm, I mean not, I mean use that word gangster, but it takes a lot to do the shit that most of these niggas do. Like, but, but, you know, these, these new niggas don't understand, but they just think it's cool because they favorite rapper doing it. And I, and I got to tell little dude, nah, nah, I'm tough, bro. I'm like, nigga, no. Like, That's nigga. exactly what I, this, this is exactly why I tell this generation now, these little motherfuckers out here that, that's, that's teenagers or, and they, they, you know, 18, 19, 20 or whatever. Tell them motherfuckers, like, listen, I may be 24, about to be 25, but let me tell you this. Y'all motherfuckers want to sit here and think y'all know every motherfucking thing because y'all done did this or y'all done did that. No, just because y'all did this or y'all did that. No, that doesn't compare to the shit. That doesn't compare to the shit that real niggas really do. Look, and I had to tell the nigga, could tell the dude, like, bro, he, he, he bro, I'm, I'm, at the time, he talking about he was 6'3". Now he talking about he's 6'5". I'm like, cool, whatever. I'm like, bro, that ain't going to stop this bullet, bro. Exactly. I had to tell little nigga, I said, bro, there's no pussy in this blood, bro. I don't give a, if I gotta hurt, like, like, niggas will hurt themselves to get to get to the people they want to get to. I, I don't, I don't mind pop, you know, popping you in front of whoever. It, like, it, it don't matter to me, nigga. Like, y'all, y'all internet thugs, I'm real life hot. <laughs> like, nah, for real, because they, they get to talking greedy, you know, crazy. On the internet and stuff, Twitter and Instagram and on the game. And then I'm like, like, but like, nigga, I will fuck you up. And then go tell your mama I did it. <laughs> he said, I'm gonna fuck you up and then go tell your mama I did it. <laughs> like, Quan, you just talk, no, I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. Cause, like, cause what they gonna do to me? Somebody should have whooped your head a long time ago. I just did what your daddy shit did, my nigga. You got here saying you a thug and shit. So, like you, like like I told dude last night, I said, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. How are you? Nah. Like, everybody want to be a gangster, but nobody really want to die, you know? So. And dude, like 16, I had told him, but real gangsters move silence. I said, you not no gangster, my nigga. You soft as wet, Charmin. 
Like these new niggas, they just pussy. This okay. Let me tell you this. I got. I got this. Well, I used to call him my little brother. And the reason why I say I used to call him my little brother is because at one point in time, he was listening to me because I was trying to help him. Like, listen, bro, you only 15 years old. Keep your head in these books and keep your head out of these streets. And at one point in time, he was actually trying to do that. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Then then it's like, as soon as he got 17, because he's 17 now, I think he, yeah, he, about to be 18 but i'm just sitting here looking at him now like damn nigga i tried to sit here and you know be a a a big sister to you because i know from the stories that he done told me and then hearing from a couple of his family you know family members like he ain't never really had this he ain't never really had that and shit like that he never really had a brother's figure in his life and this that and third so me trying to be there and step in that role and try to be that big sister that he needs, you feel me? It's like, I can't, I'm not going to say I couldn't do it, but now I'm looking at it like, damn nigga, I try to help you, and now look at you. You in and out of jail, on probation, done been on house arrest more than once. It, it, I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, damn. But yeah, they they don't understand, so like I be trying to talk to them little niggas. They don't. Some of them listen, some of them don't. So. They don't. Like I mean, some some may some like the, like oh dude, I'm not gonna sit here and say he 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 not listening. You feel me? But it's like I don't know. She could. Somebody gonna tell me why? I wish I had your life. I said why. The nigga, I grew up with a crazy woman for a mama and a drunk for a daddy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on real quick. Don't be looking at me like that, okay? (laughs) What? Why you come on? It's cold, babe. You get on my nerves, dude. And then, then, no, you really owe me for real because you was supposed to come the other night and never did. You text me and then you was supposed to come and never did. It wasn't really that late, nigga. It was probably around this time and you had just got off work. And I'd be tired too. So. No, that was my people's, my bad. But, uh... Oh, it's cold. But, yeah, somebody was like, man, why I wish I had your life? Because, you know, I still live at home or that. I'm like, no, you don't. I said, nigga, mm-hmm. growing up for me was kind was kind of hard, bro. Because I got a drunk for a daddy and a crazy for a mama. So... <laughs> we ain't going to talk about your daddy, all right? Like... We ain't going to talk about your daddy, okay? Um, <laughs> like... No, but seriously, though, like... No, I'm not trying to laugh. Yo, daddy cool. Don't get me wrong. We just, we, we no. Like, mama was at, it was at work. Dad might have been at home sleeping or drunk somewhere. When was this? When was this? Come on, when I was a kid. Oh, okay. That's why I was like, when was this? Okay. But keep going. So, yeah, I was either at somebody else's house or outside doing something they ain't got no business doing. 
Seeing some typical, 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 typical kids. Keep going. My bad. Doing stuff, seeing stuff. I ain't got no business seeing. Some people, believe it or not, when their parents are doing crazy stuff like on drugs and they keep going in and out the hospital or rehab, some of them be like, man, maybe it'd be better off if they were dead. I had read hey, it somewhere. Hey, and I'm like, bro, hey, like. Not to, cut, not to cut you off. But you know what I've been through. But I'm saying, I'm just saying, though, like, some people. No, 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 that's no. I know that. I'm saying. Just this, this, this what you, just how, how you said it. You know, you know what I've been through with, you know, the, the drug situation and my dad and, you feel me? Mm. Yeah, because he got a heart, he got a heart sitting there. Yeah, he, on blood per- he on blood pressure medicine, other different medicine, like, he's on a lot. Oh, they were going to do that to my dad, too, but they said he had a good heart, so. Nah, my dad, he had a, uh, had a, um. Heart attack. They said my mama had a heart attack, but they, they said my grandma had a heart attack too, and they, they just didn't know. I'm like, oh, okay. See, my dad, I think he had two, but the I think the first one he didn't know he was having one or something. I guess he was having chest pains or some shit. But the second one, I think he either had in the hospital or he was here. I couldn't remember. I can't remember. But yeah. Um, Hell, some people, some people can have strokes and I know it. Here, there was one time I was at my boyfriend's house and he said, and this, this before I had got put on seizure meds and everything like that. I'm talking about before they even diagnosed me to have epilepsy seizures and shit like that. And he didn't know I was having a seizure. He didn't, he didn't know what the fuck it was, but he had told me one time. He was like, uh, he was like, you didn't, you didn't know that you were shaking in your sleep one time or something, something like that. He said, I said, what are you talking about? He said, yeah, you were shaking in your sleep and I had to wake you up to make sure you, you know, you was cool and everything like that. I said, what? And then here a couple months later, going on, I'm in and out the hospital for seizures. Didn't that start after you had that car accident? My car accident happened in, I've had seizures so far for a whole year. Well, a little over a year. But, and I'm not going to say like on and off, but my seizure issues and me taking my meds is, you know. But I had my car accident in 2018, September 2018. I didn't start having seizures until 2019 and like August, maybe September is probably around the time I had my accident, kind of, sort of. 
I didn't start having issues. But mm-hmm. even when I had my car accident, I told them. Even I mean, I had told basically I told the hospital because I finally came out and just told them I was well not came out and told them I wasn't driving. But how I told the story, I was driving, which I wasn't, and. You know, all I remember was, is my head, you know, me going back and forth and shit like that, and I'm waking up. You feel me? That's it. That's all I remember. But the real story is, I'm in the back seat of the car. We pulling out, um, and the person who was driving the car was a dude that me, Alex, and Dee knew, and it was a guy that um, was working with Alex at three guys at the time when she was working up there. And, um, and I think Alex was working at the time, too. Like, we was all cool also around the time. But in, anyway, um, D had told dude that, you know, um, that he can go ahead and put gas in the car or whatever. And I can take him wherever he needs to go in D's car. So the plan was I was supposed to take D to work mm-hmm. and run old dude around. Right. This is what dude said. No, I'm not about to sit here and fill up your mother, your uh, motherfucking brother's car and you run around in his shit and you do this and you do that and you waste his motherfucking gas. Nigga, if you put gas in his car and I'm running you the fuck around, who the fuck am I going to fucking see? So, D kept telling him, if you don't let my sister drive, it's going to be an issue. It's going to be an issue. Here come this little shit, which I'm not saying it was his fault as far as the accident. It, w- it really wasn't his fault. But that's just how that incident happened, you know, with me supposed to have the car. But anyway. I'm listening. So we had the car wash on um, uh, Gettysburg. You know, that car wash on Gettysburg right there uh, uh, by Free Pike and shit. Right there by rallies. You hear me? Laquan. My fault. I walked away for a minute. But... I'm dead. You should have said hold on. But no, I'm saying, you know that car wash that's on Free Park in Gettysburg? Yeah. Okay. So we was at that car wash. Now... I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Long story short, on how this happened, how he pulled out of the car wash, so that way you know the reason why he pulled out from the car wash. Um, I I want to say Alex had called me and told me, you know, the dude that she with, that she's still talking to, quote unquote, the one that beat her and everything and put his hands on, you know. But anyway, I think she called me and said that. He was up at three guys. Now, I can't remember if I mentioned it out loud and said, oh, my God, oh, my God, niggas, that, da, 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 da. I, I can't remember. I don't, I don't remember how that happened. What I do remember is it was me, him, and this other guy that Alex was talking to as well. He's my age, literally my, well, I think I'm older than him. But, um, anywho. 
he was also trying to protect me to make sure I was cool because he was mad at old, you know, old dude that was driving and bullying me out of these cars and shit. Mm-hmm. So, but anywho, he was pissed, but he was also pissed at, at old dude as well. So, like I said, I can't remember if I said anything or mentioned anything, but when we drove out of the, out of the car wash, we was not speeding. I know that for a fact. We was not speeding. And we had the green light. And you know how when you had the green light and, it's, and it turns yellow, you still have a few minutes to go, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So this other car is coming from, the, you know, the Kroger's way, going up free, you know, going towards Trotwood on Free Pike. Now, I'm not really paying attention because, like, I'm not, I'm, I don't know what's fuck going on at this time. Right. All I, all I know is we get hit. Not speed, like I swear to God, we not speeding or nothing. We in the middle of the intersection, get hit. All I know is, is I wake up, I'm in the back, I'm in the back seat waking up, don't know where my glasses are. I'm, I'm thinking like, where the fuck is my glasses? What the fuck going on? I get up, I'm looking. I'm like, why the fuck is this so dark? Why is the car smoking? What, what the fuck is going on? I'm getting out the car, I'm walking over to shells. I didn't even look at the car for real, but I walked over to Shells and this girl was like, I'm going to call my insurance or whatever so I can help you get your car towed back or whatever. Well, first she asked me, she was like, do you have insurance? Do you have insurance? I said, huh? No. And then she was like, I'm going to call my insurance and uh, help you get your car towed back or whatever so you don't have no issues or nothing. By the time she was getting on getting on the phone with her insurance, she couldn't even really call him. She was literally about to dial her insurance number or call him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something just told me to turn around. I turned around and looked at his car, and I woke up at the hospital. That's all I remember. So I don't know. I don't know what happened after that. I just woke up at the hospital, and all I know is they told me that I got into a car accident. I got a neck brace on and everything. I got into a car accident. My face is kind of, you know, a little bloody a little bit. My glasses is broke. And I'm sitting here thinking as they sitting here telling me this. I'm like, I got into a car accident. I see my brother car. What the fuck? Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? So then, dude kept telling me, don't tell, don't tell him I was driving. Don't tell him I was driving. Don't tell him I was driving. Now, mind you, my mind is all fucked up. My mind is, like, everywhere. I'm like, okay, well, whatever, fuck it. I'm not just tell him I was driving. Fuck it, whatever. And still to this day, my license are suspended. But I can't really do nothing for real because, you know, the car was in D's name. So he really got to, you know, do something. But... I'm trying to figure out how the fuck did he get charged when D, when he wasn't even driving and he was at work. But D didn't really get one in for real because he, he could have really kind of fixed the case kind of himself. He could have simply sit there and said that he was at work. You feel me? Or something spoke up and said something to kind of help the, you know, the situation. Mm-hmm. But he didn't really do shit for real. He still ain't done shit for real. I'm the only one who's done shit. I had to fight to get my medical back. I'm still fighting to get my license back. All that. Like, even though I, even though my license was suspended, my license, as, as my mom said, my license are not suspended through, uh, 
you know, the police department or whatever. It's just suspended through their insurance company, through the other people's insurance company or whatever. So I can still get my license back. I just had to go through the process of getting my permit, going through the drive, the uh, drivers, the drivers thing again. You feel me? All that shit. I don't mind going through all that no more. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, I'm going back to when I was 17 years old. Got my permit at 17 and got my license at 18. Do I really have to go through this shit again? Like, especially with all this shit that's going on, do I really have to go through? I'm about to be 25 years old. Here soon, I got to renew my license any goddamn way. So I'm like, but as mom says, as my mama says, she said I can still get my license back because, like I said, it's, my license are not suspended through, like, the courts and shit like that. They're suspended through the people's insurance company or whatever the case may be. Is. I just have to go through that whole process again of getting my permit and, you know, doing that driver's test again. I got to do, do all that shit again. All of it. Right. And I'm just like... <sighs> now, don't get me wrong. I don't mind doing it. The only issue I have is the parking. Not the parallel parking. It's, you know, the maneuverability. And that's the only thing I had to take twice was maneuverability. No. Was it maneuverability? No, I had to take the maneuverability twice and the driver's, uh, the driver's part twice because I guess they sit there and said that I didn't have my hands on the steering wheel right or something like that. Or I was two miles over the... Or some some shit they said. I couldn't remember what the fuck they said. But, but the, the second time I went back or whatever, I had one little small issue. But the person I had, they said, nope, I'm going to pass you to get your license because th this ain't nothing. You did good. I'm not. I'm not tripping. You feel me? Mm -hmm. That's how that you know. That's how it was. And then it's like when I got my permit, even though I had, I, I ain't gonna lie, I done took it like two or three different times. But it's like the times that I went back to go take it, it was the same questions. You feel me? That I was getting wrong. But thing about it is, when I'm taking the test and they ask me questions, I'm not sitting here thinking that they want their answers. I'm giving them my answers. You feel me? Because some of them questions they have on there is stupid as fuck. And then when you answer, you be like, how the fuck? I mean, you answering this wrong, and then they tell you the right answer to it, or whatever the case may be, and you sitting here thinking, what the fuck? How the fuck? How the fuck can you do this? Or how the fuck can you do that? But whatever. That's how the fuck they want to do it. That's on them. Alright, but um, I'm about to get off of here. I never gave a fuck about a nigga or a bitch Shit really got me tense Riding round, no tense I ain't sparing no expense What I'm against is a miss Got a young nigga drenched It don't make no sense Got my foot in their ass Bet they feeling every inch Broken nigga going dumb On a song, making sense
this And this shit's so hard, I ain't talking about it since I was just hustling for the rent And I ain't been the same since Say you trigger, big itching Get it poppin', did it poppin' Run your barrel, you ain't no problem You microscopic, look like you niggas not using your logic You talking along, turnin' beat tight I ain't little pro, I hear you got it And using your head, this in the process I'm not a saint, but I'm looking for profit Niggas be plotting, bitches be thotting Watching my back like Kenner the Titan Mask on the moment, they rapping for robbers No regular nigga, I'm unexpected Taking a shot, I know it's contested Nigga, my mind's a loaded weapon Drop the curb, no online presence Ain't no regret, get in my direction Buy any sessions, a worthy investment They want me to drop them in level perfection Crashing the beat and I'm breaking, I'm breaking Passing the message, more weight than the magic Level a nigga just looking for leverage In that part, at me parched Somebody please bring me a baby That in a section, viewer discretion Back from the dead, no resurrection Tiptoe down, I look like begging I gotta hustle, you better send better Back when future need a love and affection I was trying to get a different perception I want a neck, I was neglected That's why all the time to put us in second But I'm still the one, nigga, no question I got the gas, can fill me up They robbing these niggas, they give it up Seems like a young nigga can get enough Got coach 25 like Andrew Love We'll ride around tough till we rise up Been the same since, uh, night been the same since, nigga. 